श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरवे नम तस्म श्री गुरवे till such time this thought is persistent in our mind that we have to achieve something in life we have to get something out of meditation we have to gain something which we don't have till then we will be basically struggling in meditation and this struggle in meditation is what makes us most miserable <coughs> therefore meditation is not a process of gaining something but it is a process of giving up everything and the first thing that we have to give up is the efforts the second thing that we have to give up the wrong notions how many wrong notions we carry wrong notion about ourselves wrong notion about the world wrong notion about god and wrong notion about the spiritual practice so the spiritual practice includes five things first is the freedom from body identification then we must not get in those company wherein our foundation is shaken because initially we are weak beings and because of that weaknesses Many times, if somebody says something, we get suddenly influenced. Such people they go from pillar to post and ultimately end up in nothing. If we are holding on to this non-dual reality, then we are not against anything or anybody, but we should not get deflected. Otherwise, what happens normally? we go to vrindavan sri radhe sri radhe we go to varanasi om namah shivaya we go to other places there different gods and then we feel i think this is better that is better and thus we do not get stabilized in anything therefore it let everything be continued as it is but hold on to this that the first step in our spiritual life is we have to get rid of body identification and therefore 
all the companies sangha which is likely to influence us on this keep away then the third thing comes it is regular study of scriptures such as gita etc must form a definite place in our daily activity we cannot afford like food is for the body breathing for the life similarly study of scriptures gita etc is essentially for the mind otherwise the mind will get corrupted in no time it is extremely susceptible then from there we come to next step is always keep an eye on the mind how our mind is nothing can justify that our mind is disturbed this is the thumb rule never get disturbed because of anything in this world then the world comes in our life in everybody's life always in the form of pairs of opposites everything in this world is existing in twins joy sorrow gain loss etc this is the fabric of this world we cannot change it the only thing is we have to change and how we have to change it they do not get involved in this comparisons evaluations all these things so then sometimes joy will come sometimes misery will come yes it happens sometimes somebody will misunderstand us somebody will understand us it happens and in doing all these things the most important is we don't have to prove anything to anybody in this be yourself that doesn't mean be abnormal to be yourself means such a way that we are not a black sheep in a white flock never never live that type that is revolt spiritual life is not revolution it is evolution many people get lost in this kind of revolt against anything no we don't have to and then we don't have to justify anything to anybody just say okay sorry over don't get lost in all these things this will be functioning in the world what we call in a meditative poise then the world will not be a problem for us and we will not be a problem for the world according to patanjali this will be yama and the niyama sadhana now after this is done 
until we are qualified to come and sit quietly without getting disturbed. Then the next step, everything, good or bad, waking, dream, deep sleep or samadhi, everything happens only in the mind. It doesn't happen in the body, it doesn't happen in the prana, it doesn't happen in paramatma or the consciousness. It happens only in the mind. The mind is a collective term. It is further elaborated. Waking experience depends on, rather waking experience is lived by the intellect, which is logic predominant in its approach. Therefore, our waking life is logical. Then the dream life that we live is lived predominantly by the mind. The mind is illogical and chaotic. I like something, I don't like something. This is in the mind. This is not in the intellect. Intellect thinks this is right or this is wrong. So, Logical experiences waking, illogical experiences uh, mind in the dream. Then the third is the ahankar. The third aspect of the mind is ahankar. That is, ahankar is not the ego. Ahankar is a tattva. Ahankar is that principle because of which all the five elements of our body remain together, they do not get disintegrated. And therefore, in the presence of this ahankar only, life is maintained in the deep sleep. Although we are not aware of the body or breathing or mind or anything. So who is maintaining the life and all the Digestion, blood circulation, growth of the hair, nail, everything is happening in the body that is maintained by the principle of Ankar. And the Samadhi is experienced by the Chitta. Chitta is a storage of all memories. And therefore, when somebody enters the samadhi with a thought, hey, get me a cup of tea, please. And by the time, please, he said, he is in deep in samadhi. And uh, suppose he wakes up out of samadhi, maybe after um, two days, first question he will ask, where is my cup of tea? Where it was left, from there again it begins. Because in samadhi, the mind or the thoughts or the contents of the thoughts are maintained. This is how the four experiences are done at the level of the mind. Therefore, meditation will be, first of all, 
we have sufficient control over the mind and then we use the same mind where we are victimized. By the help of the same mind, we go beyond the mind or in other words, we transcend the mind. Then the next step comes. What is the mind? So the mind has to be understood from two points of view. First of all, we accept the mind is real. And then after accepting the mind, then that mind is to be purified. So what are the impurities of the mind? The impurities of the mind are raga, dvesha, like and dislike. Therefore, first conscious effort in our day-to-day -day life is that is raga, dvesha, like, dislike should not overpower our lifestyle. In other words, we must be able to adjust ourselves everywhere. And that adjustment should be to what extent? Like the water adjusts itself in any container. To that extent, adjustment is life. Then the mind will be slowly purified, likes and dislikes over. That means, let us not live our life for fulfilling the desires, but let us live our life to transcend the desires. And the desires can be transcended only by... <coughs> because what is desire? Desire is nothing but likes and dislikes. I want that. Why? I like it. Like has no meaning. So, we have to transcend the desires, and to transcend the desires, we have to know what a desire is. Then we come to know desire is when an object enters our mind. That moment there is a tension created in the mind and that tension makes us uneasy. And therefore we want to remove that object from the mind. And we know only one way. Fulfill the desire, meaning we want that object, so that object we get it, the tension of God. Therefore, let us see how the world enters our mind. World enters our mind by only one way. Whenever we give importance to anything in this world, that enters our mind. Give importance to anything, good or bad, doesn't matter. That is the cause of all miseries. If you are extremely disciplined, you will be miserable. If you are wanting punctuality, everybody should be punctual, you will be miserable. We have to live our life with all those things, but we have to accept the world as it is. We should be punctual, let the world be as it is. We should be disciplined, let the world be as it is. See friends, but normally what happens, average people, they are wanting others to improve. 
because their case is gone, they can't improve themselves. So, the world enters in our mind when we give importance to that thing or being. So, to remove that thing and being, we told you right in the beginning, when we sit for meditation, first of all, we are cheerful and happy means we have removed everything from the mind. No obsession. Then second thing, to stop anything else entering in the mind, we bring in the mind our available God and the Guru. So they will take care. Why worry? So, the Lord protects us from within because one of the problems many seekers have when they sit for meditation is the principle of fear. And therefore, that fear element must be removed. Like we have seen in this chapter, Asparsha Yogi, this Asparsha Yoga, for the yogis, it is um, a fearful experience because all the supports are gone and you become supportless and then the fear comes. Suppose I get out of the body and suppose I can't enter, then what will happen? The moment any fear comes, gone. And therefore to remove that fear element, we are under the care of the Lord in our heart. He protects us. Nothing to be worried. And second thing, the Guru in our heart, He guides us from within. Like the food outside and food inside. Guru outside and Guru inside. Outside food and inside food, the difference is, inside food can satiate our hunger and outside food cannot satiate our hunger. Similarly, outside Guru can at the most show us the direction, but inside Guru is our ability to change ourselves. And we can change ourselves if we learn properly. Therefore, when the world enters our mind, we are disturbed. So we should not allow the mind to be disturbed by entry of the world. Then replace further entry by keeping these two principles, the teacher and the Lord. Then all that have been accumulated in our mind has to be dropped at this moment. So what is dropped, what is to be dropped from our mind? All our past. Today whatever we think I am, that I is none other than the mule carrying the total past, both possessions and relations. Therefore take the position to be nobody. Then the mind also has the habit of going in the future. Going in the future is only trying to solve the non-existing problems. Therefore, close the doors to the future. Therefore, don't plan anything what we have to do after meditation.
now our makeup or plunging beyond the limitations of time space and objects is complete from the toe up to the loins is the element earth from the loins up to the umbilicus is the element water from the umbilicus up to the heart is the element fire from the heart up to the throat is the element air from the throat up to the eyebrows is the element space from the eyebrows up to the top of the head the element mind and beyond that mind is consciousness so we do this bhavana we do this dharana that our legs from the toe up to the loins the element earth is dissolved in the element water therefore below the loins there is nothing now the element water along with the element earth is dissolved in the element fire so below the umbilicus there is nothing then the element fire along with the water and the earth elements is dissolved in the element air so below the heart there is nothing the element air is dissolved in the element space therefore below the throat there is nothing 
the space is dissolved in the mind. Therefore, below the eyebrows there is nothing. And the mind which can manifest only in the body, this mind is dissolved in consciousness because now the mind doesn't have contents. So we have dropped the body and gone beyond the body. This conscious being is uncreated. It is ever the same. Consciousness doesn't have objectivity and hence there cannot be any thought formation. And there is no reference. Although we have dropped the body as consciousness, we still remain. Therefore, the conclusion is body is in the consciousness, consciousness is not in the body.
not try to see anything. That will be the trick of the mind. Because mind is just hovering around the body. Don't allow it. There will be no experience of any kind. Being itself with experience. If any thought erupts, just postpone, not now, later. stage not talking to oneself 
listening to silence becomes a support Listening to silence means no sound disturbs us. And not talking to oneself means We have not become anybody. body will fully disappear from your knowledge. is objectless, awareness, <coughs> is our nature.
for a second we are not aware and the mind will take possession and start chattering. We can't afford even a fraction of moment to be not aware. This is not a specific experience. Like space is non-specific, directions are specific, imaginary. Similarly, our being is non-specific experience. It can't be labeled, it can can't be named.
trans body mind experience is something like the infinite space there are no boundaries
भगवत गीता टेल्स या निशा सर्वभूतासियांसनेस with the worldly disturbances will have zero influence on us and the worldly people although they are conscious reality but they are unaware of it and they are lost in this noisy world therefore we don't have to change anything change the place the people but abide in the absolute although living in the relative world <coughs> this includes all upasanas body has become rock like undisturbed all the sounds are heard but nothing is disturbing living in this voice initially with efforts my practice it becomes effortless and this is not a gain it is recognition of our non-dual absolute being because the absolute is not opposed to anything so we support the sounds and their silence 
can get beyond there. Please support the game and loss yet beyond them. It is not created. This is our natural state. Even if we do not know, yet we are this Divine Self. We don't have to gain this through any action or upasana. Only recognize and be. Slowly take deep breath two, three times. See how again the mind is born, the notion that I am inside the body, world is outside has become real and the samsara begins. Even while living in this way, one can still maintain this divine experience. Offer everything at the feet of the Lord. Don't make any memory. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaha Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Vyodamaha Hari Om